What's was... happening, dude? How are you? Good morning. I'm looking for uh, a Seymour. Uh, a Seymour Butts by any chance? <laughs> I was going to go with Seymour Hoffman first. Now I thought, that's, that's not funny. <laughs> Uh, good morning. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. And yourself? Uh, it's, something weird has happened. Uh-huh. I've not changed anything with my setup. Uh-huh. I, I, I think I must have grown by about six inches overnight. Because mm-hmm. the camera is completely in the wrong place this morning. I don't. I literally don't understand how that's happened. I haven't. I haven't touched it since yesterday. Odd, so, isn't it? Because I, I turned weird. my monitor on today and I was like, yeah, no, doesn't want to work. Oh, just didn't want to work. So and now, I was like, all right, just. Your chair hasn't really gone bizarre. or up. Oh, it might have. I don't, I don't, no, no, it's, no, no, it's all, Apparently it's not. exactly the same height as it was with the desk. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. You An- know. Another gripping episode, folks. <laughs> Talking about chair <laughs> height today. Of two guys what who use cameras. Are we on? I have... We are on 43. 43. There you go. We are creeping closer and closer by the day mm-hmm. to number 50. Big, big deal. I don't know why that's a that's it's only a number to be quite honest, but it's quite a lot of episodes. It's like about actually, numbers. what's more, what's kind of funny about it is that we would have done fifty episodes, and that means we would have been in lockdown for fifty days, that's which is actually it's basically like being in prison. <laughs> okay, it's like that is dull. I went out yesterday on the old Uno Wheelio. All right, that's Spanish right. for one wheel. <laughs> I I'm glad you translated because my Spanish is terrible. El Uno El Wheelo. Um, <laughs> And uh, I did this video for the YouTube channel that will be out tomorrow. Actually, it'll be out today by the time you're watching this. It's probably out right now. As you're watching this, I've probably posted a video. Um, but go watch mm. it anyway. Uh, however, what I'm talking about in it is this, this theory that I was chatting family yesterday. Just this whole mm-hmm. quarantine thing. I said to family, do you know what this feels like? It feels mm-hmm. like a layover. Do you know when you're traveling somewhere and you've got a layover? And it's like, and then you, only when you're in the layover do you regret not just booking, just paying the extra hundred pound and going direct, or at least uh, just dealing with a yeah. bit of stress and getting the earlier flight. You know when you, you know when you're booking it, and you go, do you know what? Four hour layover in Heathrow, that's fine, that's fine. It's a big trip. Let's deal with it. And then you're in there, and you're two hours into the layover, and you're like, oh, I wish I just paid the extra hundred pound. <laughs> I'll be honest. I I've done a lot of. Uh, worldwide international traveling mm-hmm. uh, in the last couple of years and you learn pretty quickly to go now I'll pay the extra hundred pounds to not have this happen yeah yeah because it's like it's okay when you're doing it like with your with your mates and stuff and it's like oh yeah we'll just hang out in the airport for an hour or two or four hours and it'll be fun like that becomes really boring after about three or four flights yeah. you're like nah yeah. I just need to get to the especially when you're working as well because you're like I can't be bothered with this layover stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's not it's nonsense, on. isn't it? But, it's um, absolute nonsense. I know. It's yeah, just... I don't understand why planes don't go to like someone's front door. What's all this like connections? <laughs> yeah. Why can't yeah. a plane go We've anywhere? We've had parachutes for years. To. Just drop me off at my house. Mm. I, uh, we, did a, we did a layover coming back from California. So last year we did back in 2019. What a year. huh? Here, shout out to what 2019. A year, a year. What year a year. Travel. Just a year, yeah, year of leaving your house. Um, we um, we did. <laughs> we'll look back at it and go 2019. That was where society yeah. came to a halt. Um, oh, yeah. And there's me last year go slagging it, going 2020 is going to be 
dope and no nah, so far yeah finger skateboards been highlighted. i've seen a lot of people saying that recently yeah. see on the on them on the instagram on the on the, uh, yeah, on the gramstagrams <laughs> on the on the instagrams and um yeah there's, there's a few people say they they'll repost something from like you know the first or fifth of january going 2020 is going to be my year yeah 2020 is going to be I was going to say killer, yeah. but that's probably yeah. not like the it's right true, thing to though, say. To be fair. It is. 2020 has been killer, yeah. uh, which is kind of sad. But no, there's loads of people going, oh, yeah, I'm going to make the 20 tiers going to be awesome in this. And it's like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. Going, yeah, how could we know? I look what back you make at, of it, right? I look back at January. Literally, these are the words from my video. Still go watch my video, though, even though literally... Mm-hmm. Everything we're saying here. Um, you do realize this isn't the Dylan Osborne promotional YouTube channel <laughs> podcast. I know, but like literally my video. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, no, so go watch his video. Layover. Um, we did <laughs> We did this one come back from California. Where it, was like a, it was something like a three or four hour layover in London. Uh, and that was that's actually more frustrating because you're on your way home. And you're like, yeah, you could practically swim like, home. Yeah, I'm like, I'm so close. <laughs> Why are we sitting in London for four no, actually, hours? Actually, that's that's really horrible. Actually, because as well as there's no point going out, because by the time you get out of the airport to get into London, that's like it is only about forty minutes. But then, yeah, it's just not worth it. You need like a good eight hours. Yeah, I think, yeah, you need exactly. You need a in. decent like most of a day, or yeah. like you need to be running from gate to gate. Mm. Um, but this whole period right now, that's what it feels like for me. It just feels yeah. like like a layover, like. Some what's fun, it, like some fun shit happened, and there's mm-hmm. some more fun stuff that you're gonna do, but right now yeah. you're just you're just in the duty free section, <laughs> and you're walking you're around, now, and yeah. you're just you're in Dixons, and you've you're putting on headphones you already own, you're playing with iPads. Yeah. If you're like, can I? Can, you know, it's yeah. like I'm just killing time here, bro. I, mm. I want to leave. I really don't want to yeah. be here. But while I'm here, I might as well just occupy my mind with this dull, boring shit. And you just you're walking around W H Smith looking at overpriced, you know. Wine gums. I mean, Do I, I'm I need getting to the point now gums? where I've gone into boots and I'm contemplating putting makeup on because that's yes. that's how yeah. bad it is. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. You're I've in there going, I'll sample a few. Now. I'll sample a few. Yeah, uh, I've tried all the perfume now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> if we're in here any longer, I'll end up buying a bottle of uh, Jura whiskey. Okay. Oh god. No, actually, that's probably one that's of the how, first things I would have bought. That's how bad it's fair. got. No, no, because yeah. there's. I'm always in there sampling the free whiskey, but never buying by now you'll be like dead um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah i've had all the samples all the alcohols. i can't who's the who's the who's the guy with the bleeding head next to the it didn't yeah. quite make there's it a man, next to the yeah, toilet there's a man just there on with, his floor with in his 50, own vomit 50 little plastic with, glasses lying around him yeah, yeah. and he's like a wife that's looking the other way and the yeah. two kids are going why is daddy not getting yeah. up dad can i have these two pound wine guns no but um yeah so that's what that's how it wow. feels because that whole layover so, thing oh yeah vomit it's now I understand how Tom Hanks felt in the Terminator. Yes, the film. yes, right. Like you're in there, yeah. you can't leave. You've got you've got choices. You can make choices, but you're being given tokens, yeah. and you're like, "There's your tokens. Eat yeah, where we tell you." It's not quite as bad. It's it's Tom Hanks in the Terminal, not Tom Hanks in Castaway. It's not mm. quite that bad. Yeah, we're not. You know there. where you end up talking to your I don't know talking actually, to your balls, talking to your balls called Colin or whatever they're called. Actually, I saw a thing on the news the other day where they had a, an older guy, they were interviewing him, or he'd done interview via Skype thing, and he was on his own in the house. Uh-huh. And he looked like he wasn't all there. You know, like he'd had it. Like, yeah. And then and you, it, it was just, there was just this edge of... When you say he'd a, had a mo- it... As in like... He's done. You know, he was pretty vibrant and oh, right, you know, right. yeah, yeah, chatty like he's and be- that he's kind been of thing. Down. 
Yeah, and it was kind of like, he was like, yeah, because you've got to keep your sense of humor going because that's, that's all you got. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, I think this. Yeah. And, it, it just and in the background is a pineapple second. just sitting there with a face drawn on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I thought actually being in isolation now on your own, um, as much as I think I'd like it, I probably oh, wouldn't. I think I, it would be I kind of feel for people that, uh, that are, are actually genuinely on their own. Yeah. You know? Because it's, I'm sure it would be great. And you go, yeah, hey, I've got a house to myself. Woohoo, this is great. And you're like, oh, I can't even go out. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. going out. And like, my only interaction is with the two guys at the petrol station. Yeah, every time the, the postie comes around, you're like, all right. You just keep yeah. ordering shit off Amazon but just to see a human. Hey, how, get away from me. How are you? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, did you? I was, I was telling Dylan about this uh, documentary that my father in law told me to watch. Uh, could you, have you had a look at this one called Planet of Humans? No. Okay, so... Uh, I What's thought, it all? Do you know, you know when you think you know everything's going to be all right mm -hmm. and then you watch something and then it presents itself with quite a lot of credible and believable evidence that's contrary to everything Planet you believed? Ah. Okay? Planet of the Humans. Planet it's, of on the YouTube. it's on the YouTube on the and it's YouTube. Pr produced by the, the Michael Moore... You know the fat bloke who does things uh, against you know Trump uh -huh. and you know he did bowling, uh, bowling for Columbine and nine uh, Farron, uh -huh. oh, the one about nine eleven, lots of conspiracy uh -huh. stuff. So, um, well, not conspiracy stuff, just outing stuff. Anyway, this documentary is all about how renewable energy is a load of rubbish, mm -hmm. and basically, they're talking to these scientists and they're saying that the amount of fossil fuel energy you need to create renewable energy is so large that you might as well have just used fossil fuel energy in the first first place and done less damage to the atmosphere yeah and they were when saying, they're like, saying renewable energy what's that categorizing that's categorizing solar mm -hmm. uh and wind energy and the fact is when you build these things and this is just what this document is telling me so like i've got halfway through it and what it's saying is that um, these wind farms and solar panel farms, they're all created using fossil fuel and you need to actually use fossil fuel to start these things up every morning. And okay. these, these factories like solar panels and stuff, and they only last about 10 to 15 years. So after that amount of time, you're going to have to bring it all, like basically that, trash it get all that down. Get that coal lit again, build a new one. Yeah, and then build a new one. Yeah. So, and all the people that are investing in these, inverted commas, renewable energy, are all carbon companies like the the, the Koch brothers in mm -hmm. they do Coke carbon in the states? So everyone's making millions, all the fossil fuel companies are making millions out of creating this illusion that we're doing something for the future, but we're not because it's actually worse for us trying to um, uh, create this renewable energy. And lots of people are saying they're 100% renewable. And this guy's going back, going around to all these events, going, Oh, so your solar panels, so what are they made of? And they're like, Um, uh, well they're made of this 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 and he goes so they're made of coal uh, SO2 sulfuric oxide or whatever the hell it is oh you mean like, the, so physical, the, like the physical yeah. stuff that makes the solar panels yeah like what they're yeah, actually so they're all, manufactured yeah, out yeah they're of. made of coal and silicon which is all like all produced by uh, it needs to be produced by fossil fuel hmm. so I mean I yeah, I suppose at some point what you want to do is use the fossil fuel, create the new thing, and then the new thing will perpetuate the new thing. Yeah. And then you can get rid of fossil fuel. But the reality is that just it's just not possible. 
currently? Because of our, I assume that's because of our consumption rate versus well, this is the ability it. So, for like solar panels to actually produce the energy that we need. Yeah, because the they said the problem with uh, solar power, power and wind is that it's intermittent. So basically, once you run out of sun, you everything uh, comes down. Yeah, 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 and yeah, the yeah. amount that you can actually conserve in battery power, so like you can conserve the energy, but it degrades over about like a, a month or so. So you're not actually saving anything. Well, so then you have to restart it again with fossil fuel. Interesting. And so the one more, well, so what the, the thing is, I'm like, well, this is awesome. Uh-huh. So for that, for since the 1950s, we've been told we need renewable energy. It's actually not possible, not currently anyway, with our technology. Their answer, yeah, uh-huh. is basically population control. That's the only way out of this. So what you're telling me is yeah. that those guys created could potentially create a respiratory illness to kill off a large part of the population so that we can manage but, renewable energy. Yeah. That's what well, no so, we, no, so we can just manage the fossil fuel energy, which works, but oh, right. we just don't pump as much into the, into, it. Yeah. into the atmosphere because we don't need as much. And then I think we will get there, but we're not talking like, we're talking like hundreds of years yeah. be- before we actually get something that looks like it is in Star Wars. That's you insane. Know, the, yeah. So to watch, watch the jet, I highly recommend, I've only That's got like, halfway through it, but like, it's really, what it is, I mean... It's one of those things where you watch it and go, how the hell do we not know about this? And you think, well, how much of this is true? And then they just present this really believable, like, evidence. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, we're, f- we're just, we're fucked, <laughs> basically. Yeah. yeah. And what's really interesting is about halfway through, this psychologist comes on and goes, the problem is, ultimately, with the population control thing, and we're kind of seeing it now with COVID-19, is that humans have a real problem with death in that, most in that they don't we don't understand that we're still animals we want to be more than that yeah and most animals like your cat my cat whatever it just exists it wants to poop eat yeah. sleep and do things it's not aware that it's gonna die we are aware that we're gonna die and that's a massive problem which is why we try and keep everything alive keep ourselves alive longer and that's why we create lit religion or cultural um uh like ethics and that kind of thing uh because we can't handle the fact that we are just gonna die be it tomorrow or in 20 years or in 30 years time yeah it's it's mind-blowing basically well well worth a watch if you believe that kind of thing or into that kind of thing or or don't believe it and want to watch it but it is like because people are like you've got i've had these conversations people before who drive electric cars and they're like oh yeah i Mm. drive electric cars you know i'm like where do you think that's electric where do you think that electric's coming from Mm-hmm. Until those front wheels exactly. charge those back wheels, it's, yeah, it's not it working. It doesn't work. But, but actually, at the they, same do a, time, they do a segment in the documentary where they say what goes into building a Tesla. It's all fossil fuel. Yeah. And but even the charging the Tesla, unless you've got a blooming, yeah. unless you've a plug into the sun. And then yeah. there's, but then it opens up all these other questions. But like, um, like, what impact does that have on the environment? So if you imagine a like, the Earth soaks up the sun's rays and the heat to heat the earth mm. if we mm. line the earth with loads of solar panels what effect will that have on the energy yeah. that the earth takes from the sun the heat transfer because well, suddenly the it'll is, become space. energy it's space as well because um they were saying just at this one particular solar plant that in order to do the house or to completely uh was it fund not fund uh, supply all the houses in this city which is about I don't know. I can't remember how many houses, but they need a solar panels like three by five miles worth of it. 
So was it fifteen miles square miles? Five miles. Yeah. Yeah. That's mad, isn't it? Fifteen square miles, and that's it. Think how much space that takes up. And then what this guy was saying is that you're also ruining because obviously they go, yeah, we've got the desert in the states. It's amazing. You can just put solar panels everywhere. It's like what they don't understand. What this guy was saying was that you're having to cut down these five hundred year old Joshua trees in Joshua Tree. Yeah. To make space, and then for even this shit. the ecosystem yeah. that you upset and destroy by putting that, because we see the desert mm. as sand. But you're like, but there's animals oh, that there's live so much in the desert that yeah. we need this... in our ecosystem. One of those, mm. the show I was watching the other day, which was really, really good. Um, you know, it wasn't a show; it was someone shared a video on. On, I'll try find the video. If I find it, it's linked mm-hmm. below. If it don't, yeah. then just have to try and see if you can find it. But someone linked, like, shared this on Instagram the other day. And it was this video about the whole COVID thing. But it was this, it was mm. really cool because it was this girl's doing a VO as if she was the virus. Ooh. Right? And she was like, hi, humans. COVID-19 here. Just wanted to say <laughs> thanks very much for being so you know open accommodating yeah, basically yeah <laughs> and then she talks about it talks about how it spreads but it's basically mm. going you know i i really struggle my viruses like me really struggle to get around but you make it so easy for us by having these live animal markets and by over consuming on on animal meat and and it uh, mm. allows us and it basically just talked about how it travels and transfers and mm. one of the interesting facts that said in it is it was like it was talking about when we fell entire rainforests and it was like Mm. there are so many viruses inside rainforests but Mm. they never get to us because the ecosystem Mm. that's built there deals with it like those animals aren't affected the same as us and that whole ecosystem effectively eats up its own viruses and they never get to us but when we go in there with trucks and tractors and smash the whole place down and remove all the animals from it and send them off in different directions and cut the trees down that ecosystem isn't Mm. there but the virus exists in the animals and it dissipates all around well it doesn't dissipate because i mean it disappears it spreads until eventually there's nowhere there's no ecosystem to eat it up and then it transfers to us very very interesting because just just the whole theory of that i think i think uh, like i've think like the last couple of years i've really sort of opened my mind a lot more to to two things one our ignorance and two our overconsumption. so like i'm not oh, yeah. i'm not a meat eater or a vegan or a vegetarian or a pescatarian or whatever and i think everyone's as bad as each other so i personally yeah. i feel like vegans who are like oh you should never eat meat you should only eat it's like well yes but it's in it's all in relation because if all of us stopped eating meat and we all ate just fruit and veg guess what we'd have nothing of fruit and vegetables mm. it would I think all what be we gone. really it's need to... overconsumption <laughs> i think the thing is it's the yeah it's the overconsumption but as well it's the i think you just need to put into place something like two children that's it that's all you're having because it's like that's the problem there's too many of us yeah and the the thing is um judging from this the show i was watching this film i was watching is that yeah, we've I someone e- either because apparently we're at breaking point. Like we are so overpopulated that it's gonna something is gonna break soon. And you got to wonder. So is it Mother Nature who's just introduced this population controlled virus, uh, virus, or is it the government? <laughs> you know, because they know that we can't survive anymore. So you have to offer a whole load of people, but you can't do it in a kind of you have to do it in a very underhand kind of way and yeah. blame someone else. Yeah, exactly. you know. So, uh, but the thing is, I think if the government are doing it, it doesn't make sense because why are they telling us all to stay inside? 
surely they would just release it and then go, have a good one, guys. See you later, pals. And yeah. Uh, yeah. just let it do its thing. Um, and then it would all... Maybe that's because of the chaos the that would come from it. Like, well, the, yeah, there like is smashing that. through windows yeah. and shops and just everybody just going into just like yeah but the, the thing is though the science that i've read says that we are currently apparently it's about three to four billion people the planet can actually handle and we're like coming up to eight billion or at least mm -hmm. seven and a half as far as i'm aware and people are going ah oh, you know it might kill off a hundred thousand two hundred thousand maybe even a million people let's say yeah. it's like that ain't touching the sides i'll be honest <laughs> yeah. like if i mean but if the problem is as bad as they're saying it is and you need like serious population control it's you've got to you've got to go really in on all in you know yeah uh, <laughs> i know it sounds horrible but like if that's the case that's the case you know whether it be it mother nature or government or whatever it's pretty frightening that's all i'm saying is that it's you know we've we've done too much and there's no planet to go to <laughs> we can just hell. go i just want to get off it's like you can't mate you're here yeah. you're stuck you're in and the thing is, if it's not this COVID-19, what will happen afterwards? We'll just run out of food. You know, poverty will happen. It's quite depressing, isn't it? I tell you what, you're a fucking depressing guy sometimes. <laughs> you love it. That's why you phone me up. You're like, you know what? My tell, life's too Tell you what, good I was having a really happy. good day today. Let's ring Ryan and hear how bad <laughs> life could possibly be. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Um, okay. That aside, right? Because there's a knife on my desk, and I keep, I'm looking at it here the whole time. Um, I have yeah. been watching the uh, last over and out show, the last dance. Oh yeah, yeah, it's have great, you, isn't it? Yeah, brilliant. I told you about this. Yeah, didn't I know. I? That's why I'm saying. You, oh, said, okay, you mentioned right, yeah. it the other day. Um, I don't just recommend programs that make you want to kill yourself. Yeah, just yeah. Just well, you saying. are probably watching that going. <laughs> Basketball started all of this. If it wasn't for basketball, yeah, look at I all those people. Michael Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, I would classify myself as a bit of a baller. <laughs> okay. I've got a friend, Dio, who plays basketball, and he's very good he's at it. He's tall enough, though. Yeah, but he's a very good basketballer. And yeah. I never really considered basketball as a sport until I met him. And then where we uh, we used to work together for years, and we got convinced to place to buy us a basketball hoop for the back. And then I, he taught me to play basketball. And I was like, oh, my God, my entire life, I, I've not played basketball. And I should have been because uh, I'm not amazing at it, but I'm I'm a relatively decent at most things. But I'm not insanely good at it. So it's I could fun. Though. Yes, it was it's great fun. Love it. And uh, so I've been watching that. And I laughed so hard when I switched on. I was like, I didn't know Dennis Rodman was a basketball player. <laughs> I thought he was just a crazy guy on Big Brother. That's literally all I knew of Dennis Rodman. And oh, I was wow. like, oh, I didn't realize he's a basketball player. Suddenly, because mm. when I watched him on Big Brother, I mean, years ago, I saw him on it. And I was like, who is this mm. idiot? And then when I watched, I was like, oh, he's actually a very good, actually a very good people. Yeah. He's a highly qualified oh, basketball yeah. player. He's actually an, an athlete. And I'm just sitting here in my house going, <laughs> what a twat. Um, but that's that's really, really interesting to see how that, mm. how that has been built. And it's been quite nice just watching something completely different. Yeah, actually, I was watching it thinking, uh, you know, I used to like basketball when I was a kid. I'm not overly overwhelmed by it. Um, but it's actually just a really interesting story anyway. Yeah. Because it's it's not just about basketball. It's, about, it's a masterclass in branding as well, which they we haven't really got to yet. But once the whole uh, the air thing, my Jordan air, air thing comes along, I mean, yeah. like you're just talking, that's 
that's just billions of pounds or dollars. Are they, are they drip feeding <laughs> right the episodes out though? Like, because I think I've we've only watched two, but uh, I saying... don't. We've only watched the first one. Oh, so. okay, okay. Because they, they might be. I, I don't thought know. it was. But gonna, apparently, I was busy thinking it's very heavy on the old Michael Jordan bit, but then it jumps into the other guys in episode two. Um, ah, okay. But really, really interesting yeah. because mm. just I think just being it's it's a sport that I was always really detached from. Because it wasn't something yeah. we, they did it in school in SA, but we didn't really like. It wasn't something I was part of. It's not really a UK sport thing, because I lived big in France here, though. when I was younger. It is now. No, but oh, Northern, Northern Ireland's Ireland. actually had like you wouldn't know it. It's one of those things like it's underground but huge when you actually get into it. Um, mm. And like when you actually start talking to guys, you see like how it, how it, like it used to have a really big influence in Northern Ireland, especially. Um, mm. And there's like a there's a place here. There's like an event here called the Basketball Classic, Belfast Basketball Classic, and they hold. Oh, a, didn't you film for that? Yeah, I do a bit of work with the guys sometimes, but it's mm. insane, man. It's proper like university level basketball being brought to Belfast, and it's like when I watched it, I was like, holy shit, Jesus, white man can jump. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, just my goodness, high, not, just not, not as high. high as black no, man. holy crap, <laughs> how high can your man Michael Jordan jump? Well, like, he was only 6'6", six, six, but I know. he was jumping he, like, he like ridiculous. I mean, stuff. I had never yeah. really... I, he's just one of those guys... You know when you just know of a person, but you've never really watched? Because I didn't watch... Yeah, as, yeah. I've only Any basketball I've watched has been in the last five years. And then I watched some of that stuff, and I was like... Because for me, he just always felt... He was just a personality. And then I watched it, I was like, oh, he's an actual proper athlete. What a legend. You see, I think, I think that's when... It's people like him... And there's very few of them in time, in, 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 in like in, in the whole of human race kind of thing, where you're like, I don't really know who he is, but I know who he is. Yeah. It's like his brand awareness is like, everyone knows the name Michael Jordan, yeah. even though they don't like basketball or even wear Nike. I think it's, it's Nike Airs? Yeah, in Nike shoes. You know, you just know who Michael Jordan is. It's a bit like Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Everyone knows that name. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know why I know that yeah. name. They just do. And it's, yeah, it's just weird. But um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's very, very Personal brand, huh? Personal brand. Yeah. People have been doing it for years. Yeah. And now it's a thing for bloggers years. own. Hey, guys. Just working yeah. on personal it, brand. Yeah. It is a, it's a weird thing, personal brand, isn't it? Yeah. How now uh, everyone does it. Yeah. Everyone. We've Every single human. Brand. Um, mm. So. Always selling. Always yeah. selling. Any stupid, any stupid questions Always for be us? selling. Um, I haven't seen hasn't looked. Any... someone asked me today or, or asked okay. the page are we going to do prank calls and I was like nope I mean that's oh, it that's why I... not, f- yeah. not for well, us we did, I, did a, I, I did a prank call this morning that's why I, I did the uh, I asked for Seymour oh yes hilarious oh, I get See. it I get it didn't get yeah. that. Didn't get that at the beginning. It took all of twenty-seven minutes for you not to get it. And then me have to yeah. explain it. It's just not so, our kind of thing, you know. Yeah. No, I'm not a not a big prank call person. No. Um, uh, I'm also just not like generally. I don't even like watching those kinds of shows. Like, no. do you know, like any of that sort of prank stuff? I don't get it. I mean, I get it. I get it. I, but it's like, oh, we're it. laughing at yeah, the expense yeah. of someone else. Yeah, I I'm not oh. a fan of that. I think if you it's are like a, a group of people. Else. Like, um, actually, have you ever seen the show? Uh, what's it called? Um, oh, it's where the four comedians, they dare each other to do stuff to make themselves look stupid. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This joke yeah, is like totally ruined. Um, 
they had it uh not the in-betweeners it's the oh it's called ridiculousness or something yes, I know like what you that mean, yeah and like they and i find that quite funny it's because it's four friends or comedians trying to make themselves look stupid not at the expense of anyone else and I find that's yeah. kind. Of, I I quite like that. That's all right because, and I think when you take the the piss or the Mickey out of someone that, where it's knowingly, like yeah. you and I will joke with each other, and I'm okay with that because yeah. it's like we know each other and it's it's funny and we know the limits and boundaries and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, when you just go up to people in the street and you just, I I mean I don't like that. At yeah, all. yeah, yeah. I, know. I think it's really I know. It gets it's really all not funny. real quick as well. Yeah, I just feel that it's it's going to be a bit brutal here, but it's like. When all else comedy fails, that's yeah. all you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's a it's bit cheap like comedy, isn't it? Yeah, it's really cheap, rubbish comedy. But there you go, another oh, episode, forty whatever. Thanks for uh, forty-three listening to this. Um, yeah, it's got a mixed Jesus. bag today. What was a mixed bag? A mixed bag. Yeah, mixed bag. Not a not a good not a good like mixed bag. I don't know. Jesus I've run out of words. Run we'll out of catch words. you tomorrow. We've gone, we've gone past 35 minutes. Yeah. Thanks for Over. Us. And out.